0: Welcome to More Than a Few Words, Marketing Conversation for Business Owners. MTFW is a production of RoundPeg. This is Lorraine Ball, and I'm your host, and today I have Sherilyn Juris, our graphic designer, with us. Good morning, Sherilyn. Good morning. Today, Sherilyn, we're going to talk about the things that you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, it's work. But really, what we're going to focus on today is Lots of business owners hire graphic designers and, and hire design professionals hoping for a terrific outcome And sometimes they get exactly what they wanted and sometimes they don't and There's a really good way to guarantee the outcome.
1: How do you do that? I think a lot of people are aware of Branding and that they need a solid logo, but they don't necessarily know what that entails so when you start off I think so many conversations are like, oh, hey, I noticed that you do logo design. Can you do something for me? And he goes, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. And you give them a quote and give them an idea, but it's all verbal or over email. And to start, you really need a contract because so often what you agree on is either verbal or over email, but to have a contract, it's not like you're holding it over someone's head, but so often logo projects take at least a couple of weeks, if not a couple of months. And at the end of the day, you remember, oh, well, what all did we agree to back to these emails or even verbally it's super hard to remember so when you go back to the contract you say this is what we agreed this is what i owe you and this is what you owe me and it gives everything very professional and coherent
0: absolutely and you know when i first started the business everything was done on the handshake everything was you know i trust you you trust me And it's not a matter of not trusting. I had a lawyer once tell me that the best way to maintain a healthy relationship is to have a good contract. Even with friends
1: or people you know, those are probably where you need it the most because obviously you trust each other. But again, memory can be lost, and you just want to make sure that everyone's getting out what they
0: need. Absolutely. And so you get the contract, you start working. We're going to assume that you've done a. Fabulous design, I love my logo. Well, thank you. Of course, well, if, and, if, and if you've seen any of Charlotte's work, you would love her work too. So we have this great logo, but I need more than just a logo. Mm-hmm. What should I get as output from my designer? You're going to need several different files. The primary difference is
1: there's going to be a file type for print and a file type for um, on the web or digital use, because colors will change and you want to make sure that those are consistent across platforms. So you'll have versions that are in CMYK, which stands for cyan, magenta, yellow, and black, those are print colors, and then RGB, red, green, and blue for on digital. And then those break down into individual, like when I'm setting up files, I make a print and a web folder, and then within those folders, I'll put a PNG, which does not have a background and is great for what you need to put on top of a pattern, or dropping into a Word document. Those are great. A JPEG is probably what you're most familiar with, and um, you can pop it anywhere. It's great for digital avatars or any kind of... Digital use in general, and then EPS, which you probably won't necessarily need as a small business owner, but say you need to print something in a large format or you're printing, sending something to a printer in general, they're probably
0: going to want either PDF or EPS format because those are infinitely scalable without losing any quality. You know, other places that people don't think about it when they get started. But if you want to silk screen your logo, or embroider your logo, or actually give your logo to a company, my husband does metalwork and he sends them to be laser cut, any of those weird applications, if you don't have an EPS, there's no way to digitally program the computer to do the work. Exactly. Or if you send a PNG file, it's going to have some pixels
1: and it's not going to be high enough quality for them to use and they'll come back to you and say, hey, we need something different
0: okay so you're going to want to ask for file types you're going to want to make sure that you get your logo in color and in black and white Mm -hmm. which then leads to the next thing that i think is a mandatory part of every Mm -hmm. design project the brand Mm guide. that will give you an idea of how your brand should look across
1: a bunch of different platforms and just in general it gives you your colors it is also helpful for when you have to send it off to um, a printer or some other manufacturer and um, it gives you an idea of what kind of fonts will look good with your logo. So when you're creating stationery or even just typing up something to put online, it says, this you have a go-to font, and that way it will look consistent across everything you do. And then sometimes there's patterns, sometimes there's photos that will be included that'll give you a general idea, but the main point is to refer back to that and think, okay, is this on brand or not? And
0: you can refer back to that to um, check yourself. You know, when I first started, the the guy that did my logo originally, he gave me that and it was such a gift because as a business owner at that time, I was doing a lot of my own design work. Okay, don't make that face. Just hint, I'm not the designer in this crew, but it gave me a foundation so that I could create a PowerPoint slide deck, I could create a simple note card that looked consistent and matched. The more professional pieces. Mm-hmm. Now I'm very fortunate that at this point I have a designer that I can turn to with any crazy idea but it really a brand guide actually gives you tremendous freedom mm-hmm. because then anybody who does your design work it all looks the same. Yeah um, whenever I need to have someone else on the team work on it they
1: know exactly what it's supposed to look like. And finally when you're all done
0: the last thing you should get from your graphic designer
1: that handy dandy invoice which again will itemize what you should respect to expect to receive um otherwise with back in the contract again these aren't quite as problematic when you're working with an established company if you don't receive a, a contract in the beginning i wouldn't work with a larger company again it's just an easy way to be like hey this is what you owe me this is what i gave
0: you if you pay me that'd be great well and i'm going to give you the other side of it i mean from a designer standpoint you know the invoice is important but also from a business owner because your brand as you build your company your brand is actually an asset and what you spent to develop that asset if you continue to track that you actually can capitalize that it is it's a bookkeeping thing talk to your accountant about it but you shouldn't treat the development of your brand as an expense it is actually the same as the way you would treat buying a computer or buying uh investing in equipment for your business it has a tangible value and as your business grows that value actually grows i hope it'll last longer than your computer <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Sherilyn thank you so much it's been a really good conversation this morning yeah, thanks for having me if you've enjoyed this conversation be sure to look for Sherilyn's blog post on this topic and on other Branding and Graphic Design Topics on roundpeg.biz and look for more episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.